0: One more hour to go on Wes and Walker. People are texting in that your mom, Wes, they can call into the sh- She can call into the show anytime. <laughs> Wes, that was cool because me and my mom could never talk sports like that. Moms is awesome. Props to your mom calling in. Wolfpack James says, I'm pulling for Mama Brian. It makes me sick to say it, but go <laughs> Cowboys. People, Dang! Yeah, that—that's what it's like right here. What about it's, me? Tarheel B did say it's okay, but Mama is wrong. Go Niners! So Tarheel B is on your side, <laughs> right? but it's a Tarheel friend that you've developed. So now, I take it—I take Hill my B, allies where I can find. Tarheel B and Fitty are now your two Tarheel friends. That yeah, you
1: man. Mama, she—she was uh, mostly pro when I was a kid, but then once I started playing high school football she started to get more into high school and college football cuz now she's like a college football fanatic like she'll college me, football fanatic Yeah, like she'll call me and be like, "Did you see this team? Did you see that? Did you see that?" We'll be talking storylines and all kind of stuff. Yeah. like, "Oh, next year they ain't going to be able to do this cuz whoop whoop whoop." So, that is pretty cool to to share that.
0: My, my mom is a huge Ronnie Lott fan. That mm. was her favorite player of all time. Okay. Yeah, watching the San Francisco Tough 49ers. Time. Yeah, oh yeah, Love she she loves to tell the story about Ronnie Lott deciding to cut off his his finger right. so he could play yeah, instead yeah, of yeah, trying yeah, yeah, yeah. to save it as much as possible. <laughs> so, Ronnie Lott, you and uh, and my mom share a uh, a fandom for at least San Francisco and a, a certain player there. You can still text in 704 570 9610. I wanted to get to some of these proposed deals, some of these trades from okay. not only Bobby Marks, but you also have some of these other proposed deals out there, you know, talking about the Charlotte Hornets. And so, yeah, we'll just go deal or no deal here. And I'll be Howie Mandel, and I'm going to go across the room. I want to hear Fitty's thoughts on okay. whether he would pull the trigger on some of these deals if he was Mitch Kupchak or not. And so we've already done the James Wiseman-Moses Moody one, but there is another one out there. And this is one that Bobby Marks proposed on Twitter, or excuse me, on ESPN that then came to Twitter. So would you be willing to give up Jalen McDaniels, Kelly Oubre, and Terry Rozier in exchange For Tim Hardaway Jr. from Dallas, Davies Bertans, and a top 10 protected first round pick. So again, Terry Rozier, Jalen McDaniels, as well as Kelly Oubre in exchange for Davies Bertans, Tim Hardaway Jr., and a top 10 protected first round pick. Davies and Tim Hardaway both making about 17 million dollars. Two more years after this one, Bertans is non-guaranteed. It's a lot of info, but from what you heard, deal or no deal. Now, top 10 pick,
1: I always get confused with this nonsense. If
0: they are picking in the top 10, you do not get that pick. Okay, but anything outside. If they are picking outside. 11 or later, that pick goes to the Charlotte Hornets. No, I'm not doing that because
1: Tim Hardaway Jr., he he can not be a good offensive player, but he gets hurt a lot. He's not a great defensive player as well as, uh, you know, Bertans is the that's how you pronounce it right Bertans yeah that's okay right.
0: yeah <laughs> I mean he's a prototypical
1: spot up shooter so mm-hmm. I don't know how much you're gaining there the Hornets need some guys that can play some defense and get a bucket so I don't know that you're getting that in this deal and then like I said the top 10 protect pick well, what do we want that for if it's outside of the top 10 so I say no
0: what about you Fitty? When you heard all of those details, would you rather uh would you say yes deal or no deal if you are Mitch Kupchak?
2: I think I gotta go no deal because of the second piece. You could sell me on Tim Hardaway Jr. as a nice, you know, athletic big wing that can shoot the the three ball at a pretty efficient rate. I don't think I could give up McDaniels and Oubre. I think I'd like yeah. to have one guy at least on the roster, and I know is gonna be a free agent. I like to know that I have at least one of those guys coming back. So if it was just Rogier and Oubre or McDaniel's and those two, then you could convince me.
0: Yeah, I think for me, I'd rather have Jalen McDaniel's. The, the thing, there are a lot of people that are just destroying this trade idea. That are saying this is awful. You would never do this if you're Charlotte. The top 10 protected first, it's enticing. I mean, it is, and I get that. At the same time, and getting off of Terry Rozier's contract also might be enticing because you have him on the books for four more seasons. But for me, Davi's Bertans, Tim Hardaway Jr. making 17 mil a piece for two years after this season is done. Bertans is non-guaranteed in the second season, but that's still a lot of money to take on, and you're giving up Jalen McDaniels. The first round pick, it's nice. You could potentially move that, but... I just don't know if I want to take on all that money right. giving up Jalen and then bringing on the first. I think a little bit it outweighs the Hornets. And instead, Dallas would will go, be lit, though. Go to the Dallas Cowboys. You think Dallas? <laughs> I have to go to the Dallas Cowboys. Or Dallas Mavericks. Hey, it's, it's going
1: me. around today. Dallas would be lit if they got that.
0: You, you like what Dallas would have with Terry and Luke in the back? Corner?
1: I mean, you're going to lose some defense with Terry or whatever, but them getting Jalen McDaniels and Oubre and Rose getting all that scoring to their mix, yeah, they'd be, I mean, Dallas doesn't play much defense, and they're not getting any in this deal, really, but they'd still be lit offensively, though.
0: Yeah, Wolfpack James saying no deal. 910 uh, saying nothing involving Jalen McDaniels, so valued there, 704 number writing in, no. And then Tim hates tanking Said Somebody make sure that Cupcheck has uh, his hearing aid in during these trade talks. So just making sure that Mitch Kupchak Ah, is doing that as well. What do you (laughs) say? The voice that Mitch Kupchak brings to the podium. It is unparalleled. There's no doubt about it. All right. Some more trades that Bobby Marks put out there. This was the ESPN evaluation of each team in the NBA. And so under the deals that we'd like to see, he brought up Jalen McDaniels to the Lakers for Winyan Gabriel, Remember former Kentucky Wildcat, Mm -hmm. Winion Gabriel and three second round picks. Lakers picks in 2023, 2027 and the Bulls pick in 2023. So McDaniels for Winion Gabriel, three second rounders. Dealer noted. Nah, I'm passing on that. Like I said, I think Jay Lemon is the guy
1: they really need to kind of invest in and keep him around second round picks i mean yeah you might be able to hit on a couple of guys but that's that's not enough for kid i think that mcdaniel's is going to turn into a player he looks like he's starting to go that direction so no i wouldn't want that i mean the kid from the lakers he is you know he makes some plays every now and again but to me he's not as good as McDaniels. so i'm not doing that I, trade at all i am
0: absolutely not doing yeah. this with gabriel say don't you ever call me uh, yeah.
2: correct you, neither are you fitting he might have peaked in college Right. Because he, he, he hasn't – I didn't even know he was even in the NBA, to be honest with you. Right. Because he wasn't a very good player at Kentucky, so no. Yeah, well, and the three-second-round picks – Mitch Kupchak
0: loves accumulating those things. And he's done a good job. And they are great at greasing the wheels on some trades. But we already have eight of them. The Hornets have eight second-round picks as it stands now. So, great. Bring me all of them that you can, unless it's at the expense of Jalen McDaniels, and I'm not doing that.
2: I mean, unless he wants to have all those second-round picks to draft Carolina's starting five. He really could. He really, absolutely, he could do that. Yeah, that's great. Armando, RJ,
0: Caleb, just give me all of them. I (laughs) want all the second-rounders so I could bring on the target last one another one written here by bobby marks pj washington to indiana for chris duarte and the 2023 first round pick from cleveland now i don't have the protections on this so i'm not sure exactly what it would be but just with the facts that you know here pj washington going into a free agency uh going into the free agent market pj washington for chris duarte and the 2023 first-round pick from Cleveland. If you're Mitch Kupchak, and Indiana calls you with that specific deal, are you saying yes or no? What are you saying? And there's no stipulations on this pick. We'll operate with no right now because I don't I, know the protection.
1: Yeah, it looks like Duarte's taking a big step back. Uh, he's been injured season. a lot, so sample size. But he's been pretty injured. Down. Yes. Um. Woo woo woo. I would do it. <laughs> I do it. I do it because for one, I have Jalen McDaniels, who I think could, I mean, he's not a small ball five, but if I had to pick between some of my young, uh, younger talent, I may go with him over PJ in the long run. I get the first day
0: or the first round pick.
1: No, I'm saying I I would go with Jalen in the long run over PJ. So I would give up PJ because I don't necessarily want to pay him just too inconsistent to be paying him what he may command. I get a first round pick and then I get a good young wing player like this guy, yeah, I do that deal.
0: Okay, what do you think, Fiddy? Again, P.J. Washington in exchange for Chris Duarte and the Cavs' 2023 first-round pick.
2: Could Chris Duarte play 32 minutes and grab more than one rebound? Because I, I, cause I think if that answer is yes, Steve Clifford would trade him. At this point, yeah, P.J. Washington's a lost cause. Oh. Th- th- this guy has regressed. Oh, he-, he has not become a better player under Steve Clifford. If you can get anything for him, a player, a pick, I'm getting him out of here.
1: Yeah, and He is having a career year as far as points per game, but he's just so
2: inconsistent. Yeah. I mean, go ahead. It's Yeah, I mean, that's my thing. Like, yeah, yeah. You're, you're having a career year on a bad basketball team. You don't yeah. impact them winning. I can respect you that. You put up numbers and they lose. Well, and you don't grab rebounds or play defense. Th- so, Dad, th- th- I don't
0: know what he's looking for. P.J. Washington doesn't play defense? I mean, the, the rebounding numbers for sure aren't good for P.J., no doubt about yeah, it. Yeah, P.J. plays some D. He's, Do you, he's excellent. Uh, not only does he play defense, he's actually really good at defense. He guards perimeter players.
2: You can see tape where he's guarding not only. I mean, you must love watching him guard a guy and make a basket over him. and then, Hey, hey, he put his hand up, guys. He played good defense. He actually. I, dude, I could take P.J. Washington off the dribble and score.
0: Well, you could. You could. You know, take Michael Jordan off of the dribble. I mean, for sure, but we can't compare him to Church League Fitty, right? We have to compare them to actual average players. With P.J. Washington, if you look at where he ranks among block percentage leaders in all the NBA, all the players that are above him are playing the center spot, and then it's John Collins above him, and then it's P.J. The guy is a very good shot blocker. He's very good at defending on the perimeter. Yeah, and I, I just don't see it. Well, and when you're watching P.J. also, offensively, he's finally getting back to a role that way better suits him. because you're right if you're looking for him to be your first or second i mean even third scorer to take guys off of the dribble then putting it on the deck isn't his forte no doubt about it but what he can do is he can catch and shoot very well he's shooting 36 percent from three and that's after having a pretty bad percentage at the beginning because Below he was average. a second no it's not 36 is average 36, yeah, 36
1: is, is a good shooting yeah. percentage from three. I'll take it, that man. any day
0: out of the week. Oh. It, it is. It's average. And then at 36% on the perimeter, on decent volume, with on top of his defense, averaging over a block per game. Like Duarte, if, if, I mean, yeah, you're talking about rebounding. Goodness gracious, the efficiency from Duarte is not good. And Duarte is shooting, I think he shot barely. Not yeah,
1: even he shooting 33% from the field and 29%. From the field.
0: Yeah, brutal.
2: You know what we just learned about you, Walker? What's that? West uses numbers to back up his stats and opinions on the football field. Uh huh. You do the same thing with basketball players. PJ Washington about defense? would not make the Knicks rotation. And the oh. Knicks are a barely above 500 basketball That's team. rich.
0: Well, I mean, because it's an awful take, maybe the Knicks would be an awful team if that – if P.J. Washington <laughs> didn't break their roster. He's going to make probably – I mean, I don't know what he's going to make. Like 15. He's going to get
1: between 15 and 20. Yeah. that's. I, he's going to get close to what he's asking yeah, for.
0: Yeah, the, the defense – if you just want to move on because you don't want to pay him, like I get that side of things, and the first-round pick is really valuable. Yeah. I mean,
2: the first ra- – Inconsistent, undersized
0: ball player. Um. Yeah, I mean – PJ shooting 47% last year too. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, PJ has been a little up and down. I am one that believes that's because the role is different for him. And Hmm. the fact that now you're seeing PJ play in a role that's better suited. He's been very hot lately. Are you his agent? <laughs> the fact that you want Kelly Oubre is astonishing and not PJ. No, I mean,
2: I've come around now with this team being 12 and 34. You just said you didn't want to get rid of Kelly no, Oubre. No, I didn't two want trades. him or McDaniels. I want to at least have one of those guys on my roster. That's yeah. what I said. See, you didn't listen. <laughs>
0: because they're bad takes. No, they're, they're not listening to bad takes. It's Wes and Walker Sports Radio 927 WFNZ. Let's move on to the NFL playoff preview. A little bit more on the 49ers, a little bit more on the Cowboys that game, but still plenty of other matchups to discuss coming up next on WFNZ. On Wes and Walker. Not only was the yelling continuing during the break, but Wes is sitting here moving the shoulders. Now, Fitty got the fries going in. It was at the beginning of the show yesterday. We're now at the end of the show. Two more segments, but couldn't hold on, man. Had to go to the McDonald's. Went with the fries. What'd you get from McDonald's?
2: I uh, got a 10-piece nugget. Uh, They're hitting right. That's what I hear. Oh, yeah. We went and got it last Saturday, right before the college basketball slate started. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I was thinking about it all week, too. I wanted the 20-piece, though. I just forgot to ask. Yeah. I mean, 10 seems a
0: little light, and I, I know it's still a decent amount of food. To eat 20 by yourself seems a little much, but I'm not going to front. 10-piece would probably not be as much for me either.
2: I also got two podcasts
0: I got to record when I get out of here. Like, I need to be fueled up and ready to go. So you're loaded. What about you, Wes? 10 seems less. Oh, I, mean. I used to decimate 20 pieces early what was your what was your diet plan at wake forest did you have a certain amount of calories you were no 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 we we then- did
1: have a nutritionist at florida but she was really only i had to visit her because i got light because i lost weight when i went to school but some guys on the team like my buddy big mo that was like six eight like 360 like uh, and max starks she would be on them hard. Oh, Max Starks, yeah, longtime sealer. Yeah, she would play. She would be on them hard. Really? She's like, look, when you go home, <laughs> we went home for Thanksgiving break, so she's like, all right, you can only eat this amount. You don't need to be eating this. You don't need to be eating. All oh, so and would, they had
0: a diet plan for at school too. I thought that she was making them eat a lot to stay up to weight, oh, but it no. was the exact opposite. No,
1: those guys were three sixty, three seventy in that range. So she was like, uh, uh-uh, uh, you I can't do that.
0: I don't think there's a Big Mo on this planet. You need to tell to 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 eat more. Like yeah, any, right. Anybody named Big Mo. Yeah, I feel like there are more Big Mos out there than Big any other name. Yeah, yeah. God I, rest his soul. Big Mo from the Queen City. They went to Florida and played for the Raiders. I, I know. Also, this is getting a little darker, but R.I.P. to another Big Mo. That was yeah. a legendary broadcaster yeah. talking about high school football. Yeah, he was also Big Mo. Yeah, so this is taking a dark we, turn. Uh, but there's a lot of Big Mo. But no, out at there. wake.
1: We we did not. Um, but I mean, I just say whatever. Like then, there was no nutrition. Like I was eating whatever I
0: wanted. So th- that's that's what the offensive line diets to me are crazy. <laughs> I mean, the, the guys that retire from the NFL, Jordan Gross, we saw it firsthand with Carolina. I mean, even with all the other offensive linemen that have undergone that type of change, mm-hmm. Jordan Gross seemed the most dramatic to me. Yeah. Well, when you saw Jordan, it was like a couple months after he was done playing football over. Yeah. I mean, looked completely normal, was wearing the same size T-shirt that I was, maybe even, maybe even a little bit smaller. Yeah. And that's, that's alarming. To see the former offensive lineman wear something smaller than Yeah, you. man, most of the time linemen get
1: smaller in a lot of cases and the skill guys get bigger, man. But when I was at Wake, I mean, especially when we would go out, man, I used to like the – go to Wendy's. i get three junior bacon cheeseburgers and a Biggie fry yeah. and some nuggets. Uh, I
0: That's still so – I mean, even <laughs> naturally, I am organically going to the first time that I ever tried a Frosty. It was on my way back from Carowinds. Mm. You talk about a fat moment for Walker Mail. First time I had that Frosty. Yeah. I needed to go back. In I was those, scratching my neck.
1: Yeah, in those days, I would just get the biggest, the most. I mean, I remember the first time I went to cookout, I got the huge mm-hmm. steak style burger with the fries and steak style burgers. Did you like steak and shake? Uh, stick stick is cool. That fries, I'm not. I'm not a huge fan of shoestring fries. I, I eat pretty much any fries, but I'm not a
0: huge. Fan. I'm the only one that I feel like was a fan of the shoestring. Most people mm. have your take. I liked them. Now they could get cold really fast, yeah. and that was a problem. But I did like the hot shoestring fries. By the way, we got a lot of people from your past that are texting in. Are oh, you yeah. Copeland? That's all it says here. So I don't yeah. know if that name uh, rings a bell. Copeland says I played with Wes at Wake. Our meal plan was three meals in the pit. To and Benson, and <laughs> yeah, a large Papa he, he John's definitely would pizza. be a
1: teammate with him saying that Copeland. I don't remember a Copeland, but uh, they have to tell me.
0: Tell us your full name, yeah. so We can
1: no, we but can that was that you. was it though.
0: Okay. That's the places we ate. Those were the places. That that sounds good. I can't do that now, or I'd have those pictures for Weston Walker be a lot worse on my side. <laughs> yeah. But I would like they to upgraded eat all the that. pit right before we left and made it real nice. <laughs> Beef Supreme says, "Damn, y'all sound like you'll have the munchies twenty four 7 We probably do. We we get off topic big time when we talk about food. I
1: mean, it's hard to eat right all the time. It's too much good food out here. Why would you deprive yourself? And I will leave
0: it there. Yeah, hundred percent. I completely agree with that sentiment. Let's talk about the NFL playoffs. Mm-hmm. Let's give you a preview. A couple games. Saturday and then two on Sunday we'll get to the Dallas Cowboys San Francisco 49ers matchup but let's focus on Jacksonville and Kansas City real quickly Mm -hmm. if you want to pick the spread on this game I was trying to guess it before I looked at them I guessed it would be something like uh six and I think it came out at eight and a half if I'm not mistaken I got
1: nine from what I see right now so
0: okay so nine of course Kansas City being the favorite do you think Jacksonville covers in this game? No. On the road at Arrowhead or do you think Jacksonville But one
1: is oh, done. I'm no, sorry. Uh for one, like I said with the Niners being a 10-point favorite over Seattle last week, I thought this spread would be larger. I was thinking we would see a 13-14 point spread. Maybe Vegas always knows something that we don't. I love Trev, I love ETN, but I think this is where the the harmony stops. Due's to be paid and I think this is where they'll learn about what it means to be a championship caliber team. Uh, against the Chiefs, I think this is going to be a massacre.
0: Drew Dayton, by the way, is who texted in, and he said he played with you, and then okay. he said, oh, oh. <laughs> Woo! Listen, that- I don't fake the funk on nobody, so it is Inch- what it is. I want to – okay. Wow. That is interesting. Fitty, <laughs> Jacks, do they cover? Yes or no?
2: I don't think they cover. <laughs> I do think they compete for two and a half, three quarters. Trevor Lawrence has never lost on a Saturday. He also said in the media he doesn't think Arrowhead's going to be much louder than yeah. TIA Ooh. Bankfield was last Saturday. <laughs> yeah. Had he went with Death Valley, he may have had a comparison. Correct. Because the 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 the, the, the rowdy Colt members of Davos, when they get loud on Saturdays, I got the Chiefs 28-17. <laughs> I'm going with Kansas City.
0: I Even when they traded away Tyreek Hill, And people were starting to fall off of them. I never wavered. I always thought Kansas City was going to be right at the end, a top two seed. I always thought they were going to be a deep contender because Pat Mahomes is different and Andy Reid is different. And so, give me Kansas City, and I actually do think that Kansas City does cover this game. Very excited though. Like I I do want to see how Trevor Lawrence handles. Yeah, I'm I'm excited to watch it. Well, I know that's we all love Trevor Lawrence. I'd love for
1: them to upset him, but I just don't think that they will.
0: I want Pat Mahomes and Andy Reid to get another. Super Bowl I just I want to
1: get uh, out well I don't you, why Cause because that would mean, cause I have 49ers Chiefs in the Super Bowl I've had that for a while so <laughs> I don't want them to
0: you, know, you hit so me well. with the Z-snap on that well uh, woo, I don't no 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 Z-snap you did that's what you got me with <laughs> right. you did but if if you're not going with San Francisco Andy Reid, Pat Mahomes, for me, I would like no. to get them multiple Super Bowls. Had no love for them? Nah. Not on that front? They beat he's my just a hater, a bro. He they beat my greatness. team in the
1: Super Bowl. No, 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 no. Pat Mahomes is the Michael Jordan of the
0: sport. Well, no, I'm not going to say that because he's taking the L or two. All right. But- this is a perfect question, though. I want to okay. revisit something that we talked about earlier. Okay. Because you're right. You got no love for Kansas City because they beat you in the Super Bowl. Yeah. You know where I'm going. Pat I Mahomes. Know. Yeah. If it were to so happen that he'd be oh available. Oh, God,
1: please come. If so he came, I cool. love Brock Purdy.
0: Gotcha. I love all that. But if he came, oh, my and God. And you would appreciate that Oh, Super yes. I'm copping the jersey ASAP. <laughs> ah, there you go. Uh, Fiddy, I do, I do want Trevor Lawrence to be successful, but I do want Andy Reid also and, and Pat Mahomes to get another one.
2: Yeah, once Andy Reid left Philadelphia and traded a, in the Philly cheesesteaks for a cheeseburger, I really love him. He's a lot of fun. Yeah, he's awesome. Uh, him and Mahomes, like they're almost like a cheat code. and. Yeah, like if, if if Dallas can't win it all, that's the team, them and the Bengals, that's who I want to win the Super Bowl. All right, Giants-Eagles, that is the next game that will be played
0: on Saturday and I think this is going to be a good one. I have the Giants covering. I'm still trying to bring up this uh, this spread. seven and a half. Seven and a half. Seven and a half point spread. I think the Giants cover, Wes. I think Philadelphia, I think they end up winning, but give me the Giants to cover. I think Day Bowl has been that good. Mm-hmm. It's not like this is a team that gets destroyed. So for me, I'm, pick- I'm picking the Giants to cover. I do think Philadelphia eventually pulls out on top, but give me like a field goal type game. I think we got a good one.
1: I'll do you one better. I got the Giants upset okay. city. Listen, I don't trust Jalen Hurts. He couldn't win a national championship with Alabama talent. I don't trust him in big games. They got cooked last year by Tampa Bay. The Giants are one of those pedigree franchises that when they get in the playoffs, they make noise no matter how their record looks. And I think that this is a team that they normally come in and and they get a couple of wins in the playoffs, if not go to the Super Bowl. So uh, I think this Giants team, they uh, had a one-score game with Philly with none of the starters playing. So I think this team is confident after going in there and beating a, a good Minnesota team. I got the Giants. If Danny Dimes can play like Danny Dimes, uh, I got the Giants, man. I think it's going to be 49ers-Giants-NFC championship game.
2: Yeah, I don't think the Giants cover. This game's going to be over at halftime. Saturday night on the road. Even, Dude, I hate the link. It's a trash dump place of a place to go play football but that place is going to be rowdy. An 80% Jalen Hurts is a better than a 100% Daniel Jones because nobody, nobody with self-respect calls him Danny Dimes.
1: Uh, the way he played last Sunday, he played like against Danny Dimes worst,
2: against the worst defense in the NFL playoffs. They look. Brian Dayball's done a fantastic job. It runs out this weekend. I got the Eagles big 28-10. I'm going to go
0: with the Giants covering, and I was surprised to see the spread be this big in the Cincinnati-Buffalo matchup. I know the Bengals did not play well in their first playoff game, but for me, I think when you're looking at Joe Burrow, I am going to put my trust in that guy despite the Buffalo Bills being so talented. Even with the Bills being a four-and-a-half-point favorite, I think Cincinnati covers. I think Cincinnati wins. I'm going, I'm going with the Bengals. Give me Zach Taylor and company to go on their way back to an AFC conference championship game, possibly get into the Super Bowl. Give me Cincinnati. I think they win. What do you think, Wes?
1: Well, just from the intangible standpoint, I said last week, I thought it was damning that the Bills, with DeMar Hamlin visiting them, you think they would come out and just play like world beaters and they were very sloppy. Uh, I think that Joe Burrow is just the guy to come in and get him, but I I don't think it's going to happen as much as I would love it to. I think we're going to get rematch Bills and Chiefs, and I think that's where the Bills meet their demise, but I do think this is going to be an excellent game. We're going to get the weather. We're going to get great plays, two great teams, but I think that the Bills are going to be a little too much for the Bengals at home. I think they don't play as sloppy, but like I said, I'd love to see the Bengals take them out.
0: I will say the offensive line injuries do make me a little uh, fearful about Cincinnati's chances because the O-line it's not like it's great anyway, especially with injuries. That might be the thing that does them in, and if they weren't injured, maybe that would have been the thing to get them over the hump. What do you think, Fiddy?
2: You know, Walker, you use numbers to back up how P.J. Washington's a really good NBA basketball player. Mm -hmm. I'm going to use numbers (laughs) to tell you why Josh Allen, since week six, was a bottom third quarterback in the league. What do you look at Completion percentage, yards per attempt, also that touchdown to interception ratio. They, they they turn the ball over way too much. And, look, I know the Bengals' offensive line is beat to hell. He had a worse offensive line last year and took them within a throw of winning the Super Bowl. They're motivated. They're mad with how the NFL kind of did some things to give the Bills favorite in the playoffs as opposed to the to the Bengals with what happened with that Monday night game. Yeah, that's give, a good one. Give me, the, give me the Bengals on the road. 34-24. Two-score win.
0: Okay, there you go. Um, last one. It's San Francisco. It's Dallas. <laughs> the spread is four points. San Francisco is the favorite. Mm-hmm. Wes, I'm going to leave the floor to you and then Fitty can respond. I'll give mine afterwards. I imagine you're going with San Francisco big time.
1: Well, and taking all my fandom out of it. I just think this is a San Francisco offense where you literally have to pick your poison. Are you going to stop Ayuk? Are you going to stop Kittle? Are you going to stop Debo? Are you going to stop C-Mac? Are you, you know what I'm saying? I could just go on and on. Brock Purdy's playing great football. The offensive line is really good. I just think that he's well insulated with all the weapons he has and the offensive line. He would really have to come out and play a really poor game and defensively we know this is the number one defense in football. Uh, capable of causing turnovers at a moment's notice. I think that will be uh, the thing in the game as well as the 49ers pass rush really getting after Dak Prescott I think the 49ers went convincingly uh en route to the NFC championship game
2: the biggest thing that I I I wrestled with last week when it came to beating Tampa was was I okay with my season coming to an end and to an end against San Francisco I was in this very studio last year when the Niners ended the Cowboys season Dallas is the only team that stands in the way of the Niners in the Super Bowl. They're the only defense that can give their offense enough fits with that defensive line. Micah Parsons, LVE back at linebacker, and also Trayvon Diggs, a ball-hawking corner. You look at that offense, they've got just as, if not many more weapons than that Niners offense It comes down to play calling. I like Dallas on the road, 34-28, because if you can't beat a seventh-round quarterback... On the road. You shouldn't be starting for America's team. Yeah, he's not playing like your typical
0: seventh round quarterback, and you are still waiting for him to mess up big time. I think Brock Purdy is actually better for this offense than what we've seen from Jimmy Garoppolo. I like him slinging it around the yard a lot more than having Jimmy Garoppolo out there, and they've been playing phenomenally so. I also trust Kyle Shanahan more than I trust Mike McCarthy. Plus, um, I think George Kittle is going to be a real matchup problem for this Dallas Cowboys defense. Give me San Fran. I think they actually cover and i love dak prescott i don't i think they're going to be able to score some points even with the san francisco defense being so good i just think the 49ers offense is going to perform better give me the 49ers to cover win the game and I, they, I probably would have them as my Super Bowl pick to uh, to represent the NFC um, after they win this game against Dallas. In my opinion,
1: pretty. In what universe is Dallas' weapons compared to San Francisco's? I want to know that.
2: C.D. Lamb's better than any wide receiver y'all you, got. No, no. Who, who's he? Just came on the scene. CD. But if he's you been, want to go with that, that that's fine.
1: If you want to argue that, if you want to say that, then that's fine. Okay, who else? Let me know.
2: Uh, Pollard and Zeke is a great one-two punch. They've used them right all season okay. long. Neither one
1: better than McCaffrey.
2: They they Next. know when to thump and they know when to, to hit him with the speed. Okay. Dalton Schultz is maybe the most underrated tight end he's in the national than football. I said collectively.
1: They're not. It's not even close. Yeah, because you're a homer. No, it's not. I'm not. Little I am child. the least homer fan that there is. That, y'all's weapons don't even begin to compare, dog. When you're talking about IU, Jawan Jennings, Debo Samuel, George Kittle, Christian
2: McCaffrey. IU and Jennings and, are a beneficiary and of, the of what Debo Mitchell Samuel does stop. on the field. Yeah, Dallas was up 18 in the first half on the road with their best player having one catch for four yards. And How many other offenses Zeke can
1: do that? it's is washed. And they, those running backs don't even compare to Christian McCaffrey together.
0: Come on now. I, I would go San Francisco, but also I. You I mean, also I, hate me. I like. Well, <laughs> but I, I don't think the gap is that big. Like I, I don't think it's. I don't think their it's. Their receivers huge. aren't that great. They have one good receiver, Ceedee Lamb.
2: Michael. Tell Gall- me you don't watch football without telling me you don't watch the Cowboys play football because their other wide receivers have done a really good job. Stepping up for C D Lamb who grew into a number one role. See, I think Michael Gallup is
0: actually taking a step back though. No I, I, I used to love Michael Gallup and he's but coming this, off
2: an A C L injury,
0: dude. But but yeah, but this season he has not been great, and then I know he had the touchdown catch
2: from Maybe you can look at his like catch rate percentage, like PJ's block rate percentage, and it might tell you a different story.
0: I, I love that you are just trying to stomp on facts. You know what? Give me San Francisco big. The gap is huge. <laughs> right, <you're> <laughs> your second best receiver. Your second
1: best receiver is Dalton Schultz with 577 yards. Like, come on, dog, Don't tell me about Nah, around. dog.
2: Nah. That's nah. why I said collectively, nah. y'all don't freaking nah. listen. And it's going to have me have an aneurysm on the radio. We might have to hit that (laughs) dump, (laughs) button. that
0: that freaking sounded like a little something else. (laughs) FCC, don't find me. That'll do it for the NFL preview here on Weston Walker. We have one more segment to go before we get to the Kyle Bailey show, but not before the last Fitty Flash of the day. What you got for us, Fitty?
2: Well, we know that the Michigan football program has admitted an investigation for computer access crimes. The guy responsible for that investigation, Matt Weiss, he's been fired. So Jim Harbaugh, I think, is trying to do everything right to make sure his program doesn't get overly hammered by the NCAA because if that happens, it doesn't matter what the contract looks like from from an NFL team, that guy would be gone this time next
0: year yeah jim harbaugh th- what interesting timing that you have with all of this surrounding him especially with him saying no i'm not going to go anywhere i'm going to come back and and coach for michigan despite having the interest the previous season and possibly going into the nfl what do you make of this jim harbaugh news west
1: i mean it's just another bit of interesting news coming out of michigan we're gonna see how it plays out it seems like there's always something going on with harbaugh this
0: off season man so um uh yeah, it's interesting. <laughs> um, all right, we'll get some of these texts that come in and uh, have one more segment to go on Weston Walker, Sports Radio 92.7 FM. It's Weston Walker, Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. We're going in acapella. Just like 8 Mile. It's the second reference we've had on this show. (laughs) Tell them something they don't know about me. That's what we'll get to. Real quickly, as we don't have music in, Uh more awkward transitions today. Like, we've had a lot. Today, like we roll with the punches, yeah. I don't know if we thrive in them. I mean, we just all kind of experience it together, but we're about to do it again with no music and then coming in with big energy. But now we need to move to something a little more serious. And just real quickly, I'd been saying that Kyle Bailey's about to take over. Kyle actually just tweeted out that he's not going to be on the air today. He said, I'm out today, landed myself in the ER and possibly into surgery, so it will be Willie P who is kind enough to jump in on short notice. He'll hold it down alongside Smoke Ludwig. He said back next week. So just real quickly, thoughts, all the best wishes to Kyle. Hopefully he's okay. Yeah. And, uh, everything is okay with him and he'll be back better than ever next week, man. So scary stuff. And Willie P coming in doing a great job this week, by the way, discussing the passing of Anton Walks, the Charlotte FC defender that passed away just a couple of days ago. We discussed that at the beginning of the show. Willie P will have more information. I know he's been talking a lot about this. This throughout this week and he'll also be doing this uh, for the next three hours discussing that and plenty more here on sports radio 927 wfnz so big shout out to not only willie p also hopefully kyle bailey is okay also thanks to kevin keats for joining us awesome stuff couple times on wfnz this week we talked ice cream you're right when you set it up and said ice cream is going to be the theme of the show we talked about it a lot oh yeah we got all into the food Flounder talked to McDonald's for us, and then Fiddy was eating chicken nuggets and fries with a couple segments to go. You know how we get when we talk about food. That's just how it gets here. All right. Maybe some highlights could be carried over to next week. It was quite the eventful show, but that's not what this segment is for. This segment is all about the past week's highlights. Mm-hmm. So let's get to it in the week that was with Wes and Walker.
2: Fiddy, the floor is yours. Thank you, Walker. I've been waiting for some airtime on today's show. <laughs> um, the first thing we have to go back and revisit was a moment where Wes was tell- telling us about a certain documentary about a certain former wrestling actor. He put he just didn't put enough emphasis on the title <laughs> of said documentary.
1: Yeah, the Rick Flair documentary was fire. I haven't seen it yet. It just came out. It's on Peacock. It's called Woo.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this man said real quick. What were you laughing? I I was laughing at you. What did you? You couldn't get out your joke. It didn't feel like. What did you say that got you laughing so hard? Me? Yes.
2: No, I was laughing at Wes saying it is called woo.
0: When was right. talking woo! about in the
2: documentary, yeah. like I thought there were to be like a lot of emphasis on the oh. Woo! And he was just like, "It's called woo." <laughs> yeah, it is.
0: It's not the most glowing review of the title, or the or the, uh, the most exciting way to say it. <laughs> You were laughing. That was good. You were laughing so hard. And usually, what Fitty does is there's a joke that he wants to tell, but he laughs at it before, and sometimes a will laugh as he gets that joke out. I thought something was coming, but he was just laughing at you pretty immediately. So, yeah. Woo. If you want to go check it out? That
1: was pretty good. That was a good catch, too, man. I it didn't was. realize that.
0: I I'm... would never do that again. <laughs> no. Never. 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 Absolutely never. I Delete agree. it.
2: All right. Now we're moving on to a moment earlier in the week where I was devouring. Some hot ranch chicken wings from Checks Wings and And <laughs> guys. If you haven't been to Checks, you need to go and checks it out and get the hot ranch <laughs> flavor wings. That's my
0: favorite Why? one in a while, to be honest with you, Fiddy.
2: And uh, I was making a point about Sean Payton, and then uh, I uh, let out a noise. Uh, I feel like coaching matters more than players. I I, I also especially in the playoffs because you have so much time to prepare. I think the teams that generally Win Super Bowls, yeah, they got great players, but they've got great coaches, great coordinators. So I, I, I mean, that's why like I'm willing to trade away that number nine pick to get Sean Payton, who's a much more <laughs> commodity <laughs> than, whoever you, than whoever you draft at nine. You know what just made the weekend? Uh, <sighs> the weekending <laughs>
0: bloop You're amazing. Uh, <laughs> uh yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's fitting. a
1: classic. That I, will have to go on an all-time.
0: It's level. so fitty, man. Like, <laughs> it is so fitty. And fitting. that's going to be hard to beat. Just running things behind the board, making everything go. But he had <laughs> some burps that he needed to get off his chest. And sure enough, it doesn't stop him from delivering takes about Sean Payton. The
2: What's best it? part was that, that wasn't my only moment in that same show. A little bit later, WFNZ legend Jim Selania called in with a pretty good phone call. And you were trying to talk to him until you realized he wasn't there.
0: And I just don't view Sam Darnold as that franchise guy. But I think you're right, Jim, to ask that question, kind of like we attribute it to the New England Patriots. (laughs) I dropped him. (laughs) (laughs) Seamless. (laughs) There we go. There's another one. We got two today. (laughs) Wes bookmarking him throughout the week is what I like. Yes, the seamless transition, we are that show. I Mm. mean – it is a bumpy ride sometimes. <laughs> we drive on the gravel to get to our next topic. <laughs> yeah, and we that, should do. It, it, is, it is tough, but I do love it. And, Jim, you hung up on me, man. Then <laughs> he maybe did that, but I, I appreciate Jim Salaney for calling it.
2: Well, now we get we got two more to wrap up our look back at the show this week. Well, I think we all love Thursdays because it means we're one day closer to Friday. Mm-hmm. Wes Bryant really loved him some Thursday yesterday to start off the show.
0: And then you started off by doing some hmm. kind of cry, some show cry at the beginning. <laughs> Fitty said that scared me. I said that scared the bleep a, out of yeah. me. He I' looked, said the same thing. I know. We were both scared. Like I had no clue what was going I can on do it from a distance. I mean, that's fine if you want to do it all right all right. yeah. so so this is this is Wes. <laughs> I mean, seriously, i this happened twenty seconds ago. And then Wes just decides in the distance to give us this kind of show cry to start off
1: let's go baby let's get it
0: going come on out of nowhere <laughs> out of nowhere we both jump I mean I look like a pansy to be honest with you <laughs>
2: that's the best part
0: <laughs> of course of course you're gonna include that the self deprecation I needed to change my pants after that hmm That bad, huh? Scared the bleep out of me. I said it. You said it, too. Are you okay? Did you bring an extra pair?
2: No, I actually don't. (laughs) I should, though, start carrying around emergency pants because I pass gas a lot. The best part about what he did in the studio yesterday is that's how Wes enters the fishbowl every morning. You know when he's coming in because you can just feel him coming down the hall. And he opens the door. All right, baby, let's get it. A couple it's been F-bombs. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. I love it. The, the, yeah, energy,
0: the energy is very – it's almost like an assistant coach. That's the crazy right. assistant coach Crank that, that you that bang off the chain when I come in there. Let's get it cracking. That's Coach Bryant coming in. Yeah. All right, last one, Fiddy. What you got?
2: You know, Walker, you've been trying to tear me and Wes apart because you want to – You want some fitty. I've just
0: been telling you what I've been seeing.
2: But it's not going to happen. And yesterday, our bond was as strong as it's ever been when talking about (laughs) a certain quarterback for the Green Bay Packers this is the problem with Aaron Rodgers. He doesn't care about the ultimate team prize. He's a self centered, sophisticated, arrogant sophisticated. shot. And there's nothing I love more in my life than watching that jabroni fail over and over and over again.
1: And then getting told off. By a man of the people and Rob Gronkowski, (laughs) the party animal himself, a man that's been there, won multiple championships, telling you what you need to be thinking about. Aaron Rodgers again, "Ah, I I think if I come back, I can win another MVP. No, you can't. Listen, man, get this guy out of here. He's just one of the most pompous quarterbacks to ever live.
0: I the, no lies. The baton pass between you two yes, on seamless. the hatred. It was great. Can you do it one more time? Can You You don't have to go through the whole West take. I <laughs> just want to get to the baton pass from you to Wes where he picks it up and it is right in stride. You guys won gold medal on that relay of you hating on Aaron Rodgers. This
2: Rogers. is the problem with Aaron Rodgers. He doesn't he care about the, the ultimate team prize. He's a self-centered, sophisticated, arrogant sophisticated. shot. <laughs> and there's nothing I love more in my life than watching that jabroni fail over and over and over again.
1: And then getting told off <laughs> by a Man of the People and Rob he Gronkowski. Done. We were the like styles and a man that's been there, that won multiple championships, telling you what you need to be thinking about. Aaron Rodgers again. I, I, I think if I come back, I can win another MVP. No, you can't. Listen, man, get this guy out of here. He's just one of the most pompous quarterbacks to ever live.
0: I mean, it was seamless. That was the best transition that we've had all week on this show. Yeah. And this is the show that we just made fun of ourselves for bad <laughs> transitions. But that was great. And Aaron Rodgers took it on the chin from both of you. Um, yeah, that was that was fantastic. So that was the week that was, man, we've had an incredible, incredible week. Weird one up and down, all across the board. But we got through it, and we got you through it on this Friday. And Willie P. is about to help you do just that once again for the next three hours. Keep it right here. It's Willie P. and Smoke Ludwig taking over for the Kyle Bailey Show. And big shout out to Kyle. Hopefully he's okay. Yeah, man, get Will. Yeah, absolutely. Hopefully he's back next week better than ever. And uh, some people also writing that in as well, hoping everything is okay with KB. Willie P., Smoke Ludwig, up next at Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ.